What's up, beautiful people, and welcome to She Prays First Podcast. I am Janiah, your host, internet bestie, and sister in Christ. The purpose of this podcast is to help you deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ and become rooted in the Word of God. Each week, we will deep dive into some interesting topics, analyze Bible passages, and have some amazing conversations with guests along the way. I pray that God uses this podcast to help us all gain a deep craving and desire to learn, love, and live His Word so that we can be able to experience the fullness of His peace, mercy, and grace. So pull up a seat, turn up the radio, headphones, or whatever you're listening on, and let's get into it. What's up, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of She Prays First Podcast. Y'all, honestly, I feel like this episode is one that we all need to have, one that we all need to hear, especially during this pandemic. I just think the topic of isolation hits a little different, but no matter what, just know that although you may feel alone right now, God is definitely doing something with that loneliness. So as y'all can see from the title of today's message, I'm going to be talking about isolation, but more importantly, how God brings us from isolation to transformation. And what initially made me want to talk about this topic was because a huge part of my testimony had to do with God isolating me for a period of my life. And it was during that time that I had with God where it was quiet and I was left alone with me and my thoughts that I truly got to hear God and where I truly got to feel God. And honestly, up until recently, I hadn't known how many other people have either felt experienced or are currently going through this same period slash, you know, phase of isolation. Because for me, it was through this that I was transformed and really able to let God use me. And by season of isolation, I would like to clarify that it was my entire first semester of college, not half, not three quarters, but the whole thing. So yeah. And honestly, at the time that it was happening, I didn't really understand. In my mind, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm in college, fresh new start, fresh new environment. But why does it feel like the same old things, same old feelings, same old experiences? It's not giving what it's supposed to give. And it wasn't until this moment that I truly realized how loud life was and that I was not hearing God. And and let me explain what I mean by this. In the past, I would just pray and keep it moving. Then later on down the line when my prayers would get answered, I wouldn't even realize it, right? Because I'm just going with the going with the motion of life, not really stopping to take a second, not really t- stopping to listen or let alone setting aside time to actually be alone with God. Even if that means, you know, going to the library or just, you know, setting that quiet time aside. And specifically around this time, everything, like this is like peak COVID times so everything had just started being virtual and I remember the first virtual church service that I watched while on campus and the pastor was preaching about pruning and having a pruning season in your life now for those of you who don't know what pruning season in terms of the bible is spiritual pruning basically is spiritual growth by removing anything that inhibits spiritual growth so we see an example of this in John 15 too where it says he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes it so that it will be even more fruitful and I remember hearing this sermon and thinking hmm I wish God I sure wish you could prune my life and just to put that in more clear terms look at your life and if you're thriving that's amazing say for example you're thriving and you you may have reached a certain level that you once dreamed about but God is trying to take you farther he's trying to take you higher and at this point there are certain people or certain things or certain habits that are still holding you down and so 
what pruning looks like and what God is going to do is he he about to cut off them people. He's going to cut off those habits. Whatever is holding you back, he's going to cut them off so that way you can take off. It's almost like a hot air balloon. You know, when a hot air balloon, you have to tie it down to the ground in order for it to not, you know, float up into the sky and take off. And so what pruning looks like would be God cutting every last one of those ropes, those anchors holding you down to the ground so that way you can take off. That's essentially what pruning is. And so I actually began to pray to God and just asked him that this would be my pruning season that he could you know come in cut the branches and prune my life and literally y'all I kid you not I wish this was a joke but within that week God had literally started he was literally pruning my life and I didn't even realize it because I couldn't hear him so when I tell y'all I started losing friends people the people around me y'all they was they was dropping like flies they was just falling out and I didn't know what to think until I was like wait a minute girl isn't this exactly what you prayed for didn't you ask God to cut off any branches in your life that were bearing no fruit because although my heart couldn't see it at the time those friends that I lost were definitely holding me back those people that switched up on me and left my side were definitely keeping me away from God and in all honesty I knew it was nothing but the work of God because if it was up to me I would have done exactly what I did all the years before and kept them by my side and allowed them to continue to keep me from what God had in store for me because that's just how the heart works I would have followed my heart but based on just about all of my past relationships my heart is not reliable and my heart is not to be trusted okay but when it comes to the heart one thing I can tell you for sure is that isolation can be painful isolation can feel very discouraging at times but little do you know that isolation can produce the most intimate times you will ever have with God. For example, let's look at Jesus. Even he had to isolate himself from time to time just to get the intimate time with God because he knew how important it was. And it's because when you have nobody else, when you have nothing else, when all, when your life is being stripped down, it's not until then that you realize that God is all you truly have. And now I know it may sound a little ugly, but I promise you this season, like all the other ones are not without purpose. Just because it's hard does not mean it's not beneficial. God uses these seasons of us being alone and isolated in order to bring us closer to him. He uses this to shape us, to mold us, and to strip away anything that isn't needed. And through this, we will come out the other side with our identity set in Christ and not anything else. Not in how many people we have around us. Not in how many followers I have on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. And, you know, not in my wig, my hair, you know? So... And the thing is, y'all, I will never get on here and talk and act like everything was peaches, cream, glitter, rainbows, you know, flow smooth. And I was just, you know, feeling it type thing. No, some nights I did cry myself to sleep. And sometimes I would get discouraged and not read my Bible for weeks at a time. I could not stay up to date on a Bible plan if it were to save my life. Like literally if my life depended on it, I could not stay up to date on my Bible plan. But the thing that it took me some time to realize is that God did not ask me to be perfect. God did not tell me to call him when I got my life together or to call him when I could read my Bible plan consistently every day. God knew exactly how messed up I was when I prayed to him every time. And it was never through my own doing or any of my works, but through faith in him that I could be transformed and delivered. And one huge thing that I dealt with then and I still kind of face like to this day is imposter syndrome about the fact that God loves me and that God for some reason wants to give me grace. Because there will always be people in our lives who will remind us of our past and what we used 
used to do and how we used to talk and the places we used to go. And you know what? We can touch on that in another episode, but we will always have God as the reminder of the things we can do and more importantly, the things he is preparing us to do. So yeah, it was hard losing friends, losing people who you thought would stay by your side. But through all of that, I gained a savior, someone who will never leave me nor forsake me and whose feelings about me don't change based on my circumstances. In the Bible, we see that Paul experienced isolation during his imprisonment. David experienced isolation during the famine. Joseph was isolated and sold into slavery. And it's in journeys like theirs and ours that we see that isolation is greater than what our heart feels in a moment. God isolates us to prepare us for a greater assignment. And a lot of times as Christians, it's not even that where we are actually isolated, but most of that we feel isolated. And I relate to this deeply because we're simply not impressed by the same things. The same gossip that used to fill me up no longer gets me inside it. It doesn't impress me anymore. The same parties um, and constantly being surrounded by a group of people no longer had a place in my life. So sometimes isolation can just come off as that feeling of I'm in a room full of people, but I still feel alone. Or, or I have this whole group of friends around me, yet I still feel alone. And also feeling misunderstood can bring out that emotion as well. Because sometimes, especially on your walk with Christ, it can feel like the people in your life want to do everything but praise God. So when I was out there wilding in the streets, everybody wanted to be there. But when I'm praising the Lord, everybody want to go missing. Make it make sense. And what God calls us to do is to pursue him first, to be constantly after his heart. Because if all you're worried about is being drawn closer to God, all of those other things will fade. The people who rejected and neglected you will fade because faith in Christ Jesus, the people who reject, the people who rejected and neglected you, the people who rejected and neglected you will fade because through faith in Jesus Christ, better things will come. It'll get to the point where there will not be sadness around who left or who switched up because in actuality, you were going to have to drop them in order to pick up your cross and follow Jesus anyway. Like it says in Matthew chapter 16 verses 24 and 25, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. So you cannot carry your cross and you cannot carry, you cannot use both arms, both hands to carry your cross and still be holding on to toxic relationships. You can't carry your cross while still holding on to bad habits. Jesus' command is for us to drop everything and to follow him. So before I end this episode, I want to leave y'all with a couple of things that can come from this season of isolation or loneliness. Number one is fellowship. The pain I went through during that season has definitely helped me identify with other people who are who are going through or have been through the same. I remember the feelings, the emotions, and the thoughts from that time, and I use it as a tool to reach out to others who need counsel, a friend, or simply company. So if you see somebody in need or know a friend who may be isolated or experience some type of loneliness, extend your hand to them and give them grace. They may or may not respond to you, but just by letting them know that you're there, whether they do or don't respond, may do more than you think number two reach out to others first now in the past i was a very anti-social person i didn't really care too much for forming any new relationships or even getting to know new people at all but one thing this season taught me is that god did not create us to be alone and it also did not make sense on my behalf because at some point i wanted friends but i didn't actually reach out to anyone and i didn't actually even appear friendly 
And so as a result of that, I do go out of my way to reach out to people and even other believers sometimes. And it's not always with the intention of being friends, but more so like simply just to talk or even if it even if it's something that smiles me complimenting somebody, I do it. Because I've personally experienced days in that season where all I wanted to hear was a new voice besides, you know, the one in my head. And so I know how big of a difference it can make for someone's day. And lastly, three, isolation showed me why it was important to prioritize that quiet time with God. Because like I said earlier, a lot of times we do not realize how loud life can become, especially when you're constantly busy, constantly surrounded by other people, constantly have, you know, just things going on. And over time, all of those voices, all of those experiences will drown out God's voice and you will not be able to hear him. So actually prioritizing that time, that intimate time set aside for God is something that we all need to do for our spiritual lives. But that's all I have for y'all today. Thank y'all so, so much for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed it, be sure to leave a comment or leave a rating and let me know what you thought. And so thank y'all for tuning in and I'll see y'all next time. And so with all of that being said, thank you so, so much for tuning into this episode. If you would like to get to know me more and have more truth-filled, faith-based conversations, feel free to join me over on the She Prays First Podcast Instagram at She Prays First Podcast and on my personal Instagram at Janaya Aaliyah. And if you enjoyed this episode and you're loving this podcast as much as I am, please be sure to screenshot this episode and post it on your Instagram story and tag me. So thank you so, so much for listening to this episode of She Prays First Podcast. And I can't wait to talk to you next time. Bye.